Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is part two of the E3 review. Uh, it's still me and Carl, so uh, we'll just crack on with the rest of the show. But thanks for thanks for keeping keep listening. We'll we'll move on to Ubisoft, who, as always, start well not start off, but they always have just dance shape, which is normally the piss break. But they started with it, so it couldn't be a piss break. <laughs> um, but uh, we'll start off with Beyond Good and Evil. This is the conference I watched on mute because I was recording a podcast and I. I listening to that um, to see if anyone was screwing up but y'all gonna have to guide me a bit here with what was said beyond good and evil 2 there was a bit of gameplay I believe I, I, I was a bit distracted but what did you think of it and if you, if you want to touch about the celebrity shit that happened afterwards feel free but it looked like a lot of shite to me yeah there was a lot lot more of a cinematic trailer at first and i was joking on twitter that i'm i'm convinced this game is not actually a game and it's actually just an <laughs> animated movie but they did show some gameplay pre-alpha gameplay i love that buzzword like i mean it doesn't even make sense how can you have a pre-alpha but it's, it's barely made. <laughs> but i mean it, it looks like a, a third person kind of action game with like a um a female character hopping around with what seemed to be kind of like a rocket launcher and then uh there was like a ship combat which makes sense given the amount that the big part ships play in in all the trailers um and then jade obviously the the protagonist of the first game appeared at the end of the trailer which got people kind of hyped up um but then they they went into this this as you said there was a lot of talking they 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 said they want fans to submit artwork and music that could appear in the game and and I think they mentioned monetary compensation if your stuff is chosen um mm. but as uh, there's been a bit of a backlash over that where people are saying well you're asking people to work for free because if if you don't choose their music or their art they've they've spent all this time on it and they get no pay for it so but we're we're not here to to talk too much about controversies and um, but as you said hollywood stuff outwalks joseph gordon levitt and i'm like wow what what's a hollywood actor doing here 
more more to my theory that it could be an animated movie. <laughs> but uh, apparently, his he has a owns a company that um, kind of a content kind of sharing contribution um, system. Don't know too much about it, but um, apparently, it. Um, it's going to be used for this um, fan contribution to Beyond Good and Evil 2. Um, so that's at least it's it's intriguing, you know, just to see how it's going to work. Hit I wouldn't say, hit I wouldn't say interesting, but intriguing might be the one. Yeah. <laughs> That's 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 pretty much it. But uh, there, there was a, a lot of talking and not a lot of kind of in-depth show of of the game yeah. i i think because we've seen the gameplay i will just about say that this game will appear on current consoles but i think it'll be very kind of end of the time probably 2020 mm. would be my prediction and considering this game has seemingly has, was it on two previous e3s or was it just the one but it, it seems to have been a long time to show very little basically it's uh, definitely been on multiple shows I'm not sure if both were E3 but I, I've definitely seen this game more than once um, for sure yeah so I, it's quite disappointing when something's been in, in the public for so long and you see so little but we'll move on to something else that was debuting well it debuted at Xbox but it was shown it expanded a, a bit at Ubisoft Um Division 2, combine what we saw at Xbox as well, but for me, this this looked really good. Obviously, we've talked about Destiny 2 in both the preview and this one, and where it, where it suffered, it was obviously too similar to Destiny 1, and it just felt like pretty much DLC, and it, it wasn't worth it, whereas Division 2, to me, looked like a completely different game. Yeah, I, I think with Division One, I I did play it at the time, and I, I I got quite hyped for it. But I think I got swept up in a lot of the talk. We we hadn't mm. really seen enough beyond it being like a, a third person shooter. And ultimately, for me, it turned out to be a mediocre third person shooter that you could play with your friends. As I said, touched on earlier, that the world was quite empty and and static. I mean, we seen an extended gameplay. Um, demo on the microsoft stage it it looked um at least like they've kind of tried to address the the dead world thing we've seen mm-hmm. they kind of walk through a camp of kind of uh refugees we we might call them um and so that that's at least something beyond just stray dogs walking down the street and and people getting sick beside lampposts uh so like th- that's at least a plus, and it, it does look like a prettier, more polished um, version of of Division One, but it's still quite similar. So I I am a little skeptical of this game. I'm not gonna lie because of how disappointing I I found the first game. I also thought it was pretty crazy when they walked out on stage and said raids are coming, and everyone got all excited, and I was like, what? You know, raids have been in Destiny since day one. Um, I mean, apparently they weren't a thing on on Division One. I I kind of jumped off after Vanilla de- uh, Division. I think just as the what were they called the bigger missions that came oh. into Division, they got added. I think there was like two of them that just gotten added around the time I jumped off. Um, oh, I can't remember. Yeah, they they were kind of like watered down raids, kind of like strikes in Destiny. I'd say that's mm. what I compare them to. Um, but 
apparently that's as far as Division 1 got because raids are a big deal for Division 2 um, but so at least they're trying to improve the game and they announced their first three DLCs would be kind of episodic content and it'll be free which is, is big for these games so often with these games as I touched on I think in the, the preview I feel these games that their DLC or at least their first few DLCs should be there at launch in the game because there's not enough content so at least with this, even though it is DLC, it's going to be free. Um, might, might keep people coming back to it. Um, could, could be a good, solid strategy there. What, what did you think, Guy? Um, yeah, I, I think what they're showing at Xbox looked really promising. And Ubisoft, obviously, the bra of the DLC news and the raid news, as you said. Um, it, it looks... It looks like, well, I'm getting it anyway. I think my, the person I game share with, he, 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 he's been banging on about this game since Division 1. <laughs> he even came out, he, he, he loves it. Um, but yeah, I, I think, it, I think it's, it, it looked really good. I think it looked smoother and it looked more alive. As you said, that was Division 1's problem. It, it, it was a bit too desolate and just empty, as you keep saying. Um, and this one, it, it looks like there's more of a an actual story in it. It seems to be about reclaiming the White House and obviously to confirm that it was in Washington and stuff like that. Um, but it it looked really good. And if if the raids is can add to the end game, which if it if it takes away from the Dark Zone, which for me was probably the biggest problem of Division One. That that'll do me. That'll do me. The, the Dark Zone was just a flawed system for me. Whereas if if there's raids and there's and there's free updated DLC and stuff like that, it's it's all good news to me. So I, I'm quite looking forward to the uh, Division Two. Um, I was trying I was trying to Google what the big missions are called, but I, I no I, <laughs> nobody cares enough for me to go through that. But if if someone if you remember Carl, let me know. <laughs> or if you find it, let me know. But we'll move on to. The big boys. Uh, well, two two of the free, two of the three things we got to cover. Um, Skull and Bones. I was really looking forward to this, and and for me it really delivered. It didn't answer all the questions I had because I was wondering if it was just online or if it was a mix of online and stuff like that. But it looks like a mix of PvP and PVE. Um, I'm not sure if it has a story or whatever, but the gameplay looked really good for me, and it looked really fun. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. Like as we talked about this game a lot at the, in the preview, funny enough, and um, I mean the the ship mechanics are great from Assassin's Creed. It's it's great they've made a full game of it. Um, so it, it was really cool that that uh Skull and Bones was got such a big showing at this E3. I mean it, it looks like that there was kind of I I don't know if there's a story, but there there seems to be at least some story elements connected mm. to um the the missions and, and the combat, which is, is cool. And then we, we seen the multiplayer. I mean, there was this big ship that apparently one ship couldn't take on. So three other pirate ships appear and it's kind of like an armada and they, they take it down and then they start fighting each other as pirates will. Again, it's, it's, it's going to be a bit like the nukes in Fallout 76 in that I'm sure that mechanic will be fun when you're on the right side of it. But when you're on the wrong side of it, I'm sure you, people, there'll be a lot of expletives through the mic. Um, but it, it, it looks really cool. I mean, pirates and like 
solid mechanics and and um i think we're getting it early 2019 and there's a sign up for an open beta at the moment so already signed up <laughs> i forgot to sign up i better go sign up actually after there, after there the pod a, but. there is for division as well we should add there is a, a a beta for the division too as well i think there is for all the ubisoft stuff i mean we'll touch on the rest of it but it, Seeing as we're talking about, I think there's one for the crew and everything we saw apart from Beyond Good and Evil. But yeah, yeah, Skull and Bones. Uh, it looked brilliant, didn't it? Ah, <laughs> oh, it really does. It's it's a game, and it's a, it's a game on if, if someone just wrote on a piece of paper like, oh yeah, pirate game with ships and stuff. I'd sort of be like, nah. But like seeing it and and knowing how it played in Assassin's Creed, like those mechanics, I, I just I'm excited to to play this one. Absolutely. I mean, Black Flag was one of my, probably my favourite Assassin's Creed game, but maybe that'll change. We'll talk about that in a smidge. Um, we, we've obviously talked about celebrity and stuff like that, and we we later saw Elijah Wood come on stage, uh, but I think he is he is actually part of the developer, isn't he? he does he own it or something? Uh, yeah, his his company are, are working on on the game. Obviously, it's it's transference we're talking about here. Um, there's a lot of live action aspects to the game. We have. I seen... was so confused. <laughs> yeah, I, I, when this game was revealed last year, I didn't know what was going on. I still don't know what's going on. Maybe that's the aim, you know, based on the kind of game it, it is. I mean, when Fro when. I, I nearly called him Frodo there, actually. That's when he first walked out. I forgot his name for a moment. I was like, Frodo, and I was like, Elijah Wood, yeah. But um, I, I think he's secretly just in the Beyond Good and Evil 2 animated movie. So oh, and that's yeah. he was just doing some voice recordings. But uh, yeah, like the game looks weird. I'm not a big fan of those kind of live action-y games. They, they kind of remind me too much of the cringy FMV titles of the early 90s, mm. um, like Night Trap and stuff. But um, they, they can be big. There was that one uh, not so long ago that was on Steam and stuff. Remember where the involved that, that woman being interviewed and, and that was a big hit. So sometimes these kind of live action games can, can um, come off well. So... It's one of those, though. I think we'll just have to wait and see how it, how it reviews and stuff when it comes out. At least for me, anyway. Yeah, I mean, as I said earlier, I was watching this on mute. I, I got to catch Assassin's Creed that we're coming to, but I was so confused why, as you said, Frodo. Why was Frodo on stage and it was just live action of some bloke seemingly getting tortured by TV screens? <laughs> it just looked so fucking weird. Um, but. We'll move on from that because, I mean, I don't know what to say uh, about transference, but Assassin's Creed Odyssey, this looked brilliant. Oh, it really does. I mean, it's it's probably my favorite historical period. So basing any game in this period, you're probably going to get me to buy it. But, like, I never got around to Origins as yet, but it looked great. And this looks to have just brought the Origins... Um, engine which like i predicted th- this would happen and they've just said where can we put this game next and it's like we'll, we'll put it in greece and it, it looks really good i mean it, it just it you know as i pointed out to a friend and he said the same thing like it, it doesn't seem like you're an assassin anymore i think there was like no. one scene where it looked like you're assassinating someone but most scenes here you're just fighting and you're like kicking people 20 feet away from you and you know it was very kind of 300 but who doesn't want that, you know? If Assassin's Creed is only a title now, 
great, you know, it's just it's gonna be a solid combat game. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um I think some of the best ones have been where you're actually not an assassin. I mean everyone has love for two, but Black Flag seems to split people's person opinion, but for me it's my favourite one. You're not really an assassin, you're a pirate and origins, you're not really an assassin. So it's uh it it's a weird one, but big the the this kind of development from Assassin's Creed from niche stealthy type assassin game into an actual RPG it, it it seemed more evident than ever now you can now pick your pick your character whether it's male or female we kind of saw that in syndicate but now you only pick the one um there's uh, conversation options and stuff like that and and they said it had impacts on your story there's there's romance options and stuff getting added so it is this is this just the right is this the right move for you this new rpg now called assassin's creed as you said it's just a name yeah that, that's a good way of calling it. it is very kind of rpg like now you know and i think um i think it is a good move i mean i think pre origins the the concept was getting a little stale i mean mm. there were some big hits like like black flag and um Syndicate had some cool features in it, but overall, the the whole assassin kind of um, get intel, find your target, kill your target. It was just kind of a little stale. Um, so it was good they took that year break and they've come back now with kind of a more in depth open world kind of combat RPG, starting with Origins and now Odyssey, which for me is an even cooler setting. Um, so I think it's the perfect move, um, by them. Now I hope they don't, they don't, you know, maybe next year we get a, get a break from Assassin's Creed so they don't kill off this concept as well. But that said, I'm, I'm putting my money on there being Assassin's Creed Rise of Rome or something like that <laughs> in 2019. We may eventually get the World War Two one, <laughs> um, but no, no, we won't. Um, it's like it's like the Japan one; it's never happening. There's a um, comic book, I think, Assassin's Creed comic book there? based in World War Two. Yeah, I'm pretty pretty oh, sure. God. It might actually happen. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, do you do you want to? I know you said you're you're a fan of history. It, what what? is open in this world for you then. I mean, everyone, I think everyone from this time period just be like 300 mad shit's going to happen. But what, what is actually happening in this time period then? Well, the game supposedly set during the Peloponnesian Wars in 431 BCE, which at the time there was a war between Sparta and Athens, uh, which seems to be the main focus of the game. I think you're like a, a mercenary, um, who seems to lean towards the Spartan side. Now, you do wield the broken spear of Leonidas, so that makes sense that you'd be involved with the Spartans. Um, but, I mean, there's it was, it was one of the kind of more interesting periods of Greek ancient Greek history to, to touch on. And, I mean, we've seen kind of at the end of the trailer that there seemed to be the Minotaur, so it looks like it brings mythology in as well. Mm-hmm. Um, which and Medusa as well was to you, I think, for real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, and, and some people might see that as off-putting, but let's not forget the whole overarching thing of Assassin's Creed is that there's like these gods and yeah. all this stuff. So I think, I think, um, fighting the Minotaur is is fair enough. Well, if they didn't, if they don't like that, I mean, Origins, you were fighting like a hundred feet snake. 
gods <laughs> and stuff like that. So, you know, uh, I think it started in Origins, but uh, fighting Minotaurs, Medusa, any any character from Greek mythology, it, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be good for me. Uh, it's just going to make it more interesting. But, yeah, this... I don't want to say... I, I mean, Skull and Bones look brilliant, but this this was... This was the absolute cream of the crop for Ubisoft. This was the uh, icing on the cake. It was just, it was just brilliant. And I think Ubisoft needed needed a bit of rescuing, considering they started off with just dance, and then Beyond Good and Evil was a bit weird. Um, but no, I think Ubisoft finished quite strong in the, in theirs. But um, we'll get on to the big boy. I am aware of time, so I may split this into two, um, because I know we want to talk about Sony quite in depth. Uh, so we'll start off with the big boy Carl. Um The Last of Us 2. I've not played the first one as I revealed in the preview. So your thoughts on this? I I, I thought it was it was really, really cool. I mean it, it it almost had the same impact on me that when I first seen The Last of Us at um when that was first revealed at E three uh so long ago. That, that it kind of made you think of, like at the time I didn't even have a PS3 and I was like I have to get a PS3 just for this game if nothing else because it was just so amazing and, and this game has that same kind of early kind of feeling that it, it could be the game of the generation I mean it like it was it started with the obviously kind of story we, we see Ellie and she seems to have some sort of makeshift dance and there seems to be a, a romantic interest for her there um, and that, that's kind of like, you haven't played the first game, as you said, but believe you me, peaceful moments are <laughs> probably non-existent in the first game. So that, that was, that was interesting to, to see. But then obviously we see the gameplay and Ellie stealthing around and, and killing people with a, her bow and arrow or her gun. I mean, the, the mechanic, like the, the combat mechanics in the first, um, Last of Us were, were so kind of, um, expansive compared to other games at the time in, in similar genres and it looks like this has only evolved and it like looks like you can slide between people's legs and slap, stab them from behind and I mean it was, it was crazy. It was almost like if you think it could happen, it can happen, which is crazy to think for a video game like it just it, that doesn't happen but here we have it in this game like it it just it looks like anything goes and then like the visuals like like if the the last of us was the kind of masterpiece for playstation 3 this looks like it's going to be the masterpiece for playstation 4 yeah i mean coming from pretty much am I a microsoft fan i mean I would die. I'm tempted. I do have a PS4. Um, it is dusty and it is in my front room, hidden in a in a footstool. Um, but Last of Us Two, it it looked it looked bloody special. Um, it looked really special. I mean, not just from a gameplay point of view, from a graphics point of view, it, it it looked fucking brilliant. Never mind when the actual combat started. I mean, it looked like they were in a in a shop and just. How real it seemed, how visceral it was, how impactful it was. It was, it, it was probably that the closest thing that you get from real life films, games. It's, it's, it, it looked like games at its absolute best. Um, 
to me. So, yeah, if I probably won't ever spend 50 quid on a PS5, a PS4 game. Um, but if I ever notice that is on sale, or it, it, I will, I will dust, I will dust off um, the old PS4. And I, I think I've said the same about God of War as well. So, yeah, an absolute hotbed for Sony. Um, but um, I think I've seen you and Neil mention it in the WhatsApp group, Joel. Uh, I think it's Joel from the first game. He he's not he's not in the trailer. I'm not sure how Last of Us One finished, um, but he looks like it's not in. And I think Neil said you only plays Ellie in this one. Uh, so your thoughts on that? What about Joel? Um, yeah, I, I I'm assuming uh, Joel um, Joel at least isn't the a playable character he, he might be at, at small parts i mean there were small parts of the first game where you played as ellie and there was also the dlc you played as ellie so maybe we might even get a dlc where we play as joel uh, it'd be interesting to see what his part in this game is uh, one of the characters seemed to make reference to him by mentioning um ellie's old man basically being a hard ass seemed to be what he was implying um so we're hoping maybe that he's alive i know he's definitely in the game because troy baker is confirmed to be in the game that's his voice actor Mm. but um whether that could be in like flashbacks or something because sometime a few years have passed between uh the first game and the second um so i i'm confident he'll make an appearance um, but as to what level, you know, we can only wait and see. I, I do hope he's playable at some parts because, as I was saying earlier in our WhatsApp group, there was something satisfying of, like, goring an enemy into a wall and then, like, crushing their windpipe. Ellie doesn't have the frame to accomplish that. <laughs> you know, she's a bit more wiry and springy. So, um, which the combat with Ellie was always fun and she's a little older now, so I'm sure it'll be even a bit better. But, um I, I do hope Joel is playable at at some part, but I, but I am um, excited to to see what what a uh, path we take with with Ellie and um, her story now. Mm. Um, as I say, as I keep saying, not played the first one, but I I have talked about it with mates who have played it. Um, clickers or they Zomb- is it okay to call them zombies or whatever? But I'll call them clickers. Um, they, they weren't shown, were they? Um, in the in in the in the gameplay. So, do you think they'll play a, a smaller part? I mean, do, do, I think humans played a bigger part in the towards the end of Last of Us One. Um, so, do you think clickers will have a big part in this still, or do you think it'll be um, a human element? Yeah, the the there's um, I forget what they call them. Actually, that's a good point. Maybe. Were they called zombies or infected or something? Clickers were one type. Like clickers was kind of when the disease goes further, you become a clicker. And there's also these kind of weird tank ones as well. Um, But yeah, that's a good point. You point out that they haven't, they weren't in this trailer. They weren't in the first trailer. In both of those, humans seem to be the enemies. Um, that could be, be purposeful. I'm sure they will appear, but it's a bit like Dying Light we showed earlier. Obviously, Dying Light mm, 1 true. seemed to focus more on zombies than human enemies. This seems to be the opposite. And could that be a backlash or a reaction to mm. kind of oversaturation in the zombie uh, market? I, again, I'm, I'm sure we will have infected in this. Um, even in the first Last of Us, they they appeared a lot. You know, there there was a lot of them. But at the same time, they weren't central to the story. They were just kind of 
the background to the story almost that this is why it's post-apocalyptic but as you said it was kind of humans um ultimately the fireflies that that were the big bad so um yeah i i, I think and I think that's the best way to go about it as yeah. well. I, th- yeah. I think that's the best thing to show. Not not what the the zombies in a post uh, post apocalyptic world. <laughs> it's the effect that has on humans, and yeah. we get to see Zomb- zombies are never the main enemy, other apart from in Nazi zombie films. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like look at The Walking Dead. Like yeah. you know, maybe the first series is like, oh shit, zombies, and then it's like. Oh no, there's this asshole, and then he gets replaced by an even bigger asshole, and that's that's the best way to do it. Show how humans become bigger assholes when yeah. zombies come. That that's what these games are about. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, unfortunately, we'll have to move on from The Last of Us, but I imagine so. I, I think Sony have their own. Oh oh! Be- before we do, we, we just we we would be amiss if we did not mention those ferns. I, th- oh, I, think, yeah. I think that was yeah. the most mentioned thing in the WhatsApp group, where the ferns, how good yes. the ferns looked. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to wading through those ferns when we finally oh, get this yeah. game. To be fair, Tomb Raider, with that wall stealth mechanic, run for money on those ferns. <laughs> but no, no, Neil will hurt me if I badmouth that. Um, but yeah, it, gra- as I said, graphically it was fucking stunning. Um, but unfortunately, I mean, we, we kind of bigged up Microsoft's conference as a, like not just not just the content i mean sony's obviously going to win the content but as a conference microsoft flawed um very well and this is well certainly from us i haven't looked at the wider world of twitter and stuff like that but in our whatsapp group there was criticism for sony's conference here and we had a weird intermission as they moved um from uh, the last of us themed uh, church it looked like a church or barn whatever the fuck yeah um into a into a more pretty much just a cinema room to to, to preview the rest. Um, but there was an intermission and it kind of just killed the flow of it. I mean, I don't get how you can go from Last of Us being what it was, which was stunning, into basically four people um, annoyingly talking about it and then talking about COD and Destiny and yeah, it, and a bit of God of War. It was. It, it just was weird, and I think you felt quite strongly about it, didn't you? Yeah, like I, I was, I was kind of like, what, what the hell's happening here? Like I, I was, because at that time, you know, you're, you're going to jump to assumptions, and I was like, is this going to be it? Are we going to have Last of Us intermission, Spider-Man intermission, mm. and and like and just little crappy kind of, oh, here's Call of Duty map packs for exclusive to PS4. Here's Destiny, and now we did get the release date for the the Destiny DLC, but I I didn't even notice that at the time because I was just like, what the hell's did going we? on? Like, did we? <laughs> exactly, yeah. Like and and God of War, like and and in between, like just they're they're talking like uh, like Ryan Clements who used to be not at IGN and that that now works at Sony, talking about like kind of the aims for the conference. It's like who, who cares about what you plan to do? Just show us the conference. Like it was it was terrible. If you took that intermission out. I mean, they could have even had an intermission, but with no talking. Like, just just had, oh, um, Battlefield trailer rolls into God of War, rolls into just the games yeah. without the talking, and it would have been so much better. Oh, well, Days Gone didn't get a mention. Um, as as we said at the Square Enix one, there were some exclusives there. If they'd just shown them, <laughs> uh, maybe they were just playing it safe with, they didn't know how long it would take 
for the whole people to move into the new theater but yeah it was just it was very very weird um but nobody wants to talk nobody wants to listen us talk about a, a silly intermission so we'll move on to the next game um ghost of tsushima um I don't think many people knew. I mean, I mean, there was the original, there was the trailer that was already out, and it didn't show too much. But again, this looked fucking brilliant. <laughs> I, I, this is going to be a common theme, apart from one of the games. But I imagine you can guess what that was. Um, this looked, it, it looked, it looked brilliant. I mean, it, we'll start off graphically. I mean, when when it kind of loads in, you see him in those. Uh, hay fields whatever it was the the grass field it it just looks stunning the lighting the graphics that the, everything the music the score it it just looked perfect yeah i mean it, it um it actually looked like assassin an assassin's creed game to me almost you know the the, the combat looks a, a little bit more in depth you know into mm. the whole samurai stances but Overall, the, the feel of it, like the, the way you like hook shot it onto the up in the building so we could enter from above and it, it, it did kind of, of remind me of an Assassin's Creed, but that, that's not a, not a bad thing as we've already touched on. The new Assassin's Creeds, you know, have a great kind of setup. So if you're taking a, even a little bit of influence from that, I think it's a, it's a good approach from a game like this, but you know we know Sucker Punch are a great studio. The infamous games are cool, and I mean this game looks really good. Like I mean, as as a friend said, um, we we might actually we we were saying there about zombie uh, fatigue. We might actually get samurai fatigue because <laughs> we had this, we had uh, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, as mm. we discussed earlier, and there's another game coming up we're going to mention that also has a samurai. So we might have samurai um, fatigue soon, and maybe that's why Capcom are holding off the the much rumored Omnusha reboot, but. Uh, but but that said, like I I love samurais. I think you know I, I said earlier, Greece, ancient Greece is one of my mm. favorite historical periods. I'm I think um, kind of Middle Ages in Japan would be another. So again, I'm really excited to to see this. Um, it, it just looks so cool, like the the combat and the and again visuals. You, you said the visuals for for uh, Last of Us. This this looks almost as good. Like and I mm. seen the interview with the developer and they were saying like they, they just want the fine details like they said if you're walking through leaves you'll kick up leaves around you if you roll around in mud battling an enemy like your 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 costume will be covered in in mud like and it's those those finer details they're they're not the most important thing but they they add a lot to the to the presentation of the game. exactly yeah and and this certainly looks like it's going to be another special game. And I was so impressed that we've seen so much because obviously the last, when we've seen this game revealed, we just seen a teaser kind of, the, oh, this is Ghost of mm. Tsushima. And I was like, ah, oh, that game's probably years away. But then we've seen this full on demo level and it's like, wow, this, this game could be close. You know, it could yeah. be sometime yeah. next year, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, if we if we want to go on to the combat as well, we saw... I'd assume it was a boss fight. It looked like the, the characters knew each other for the game to actually come out. But we saw pretty much take on peons, and then we saw him take on an, a boss fight. It, it looked like one of those not strategic. Can't I don't want to say forerunnerish because you obviously don't get like the the one on one dynamic. But it, 
it's those games where you have to be very strategic in what you do. Maybe not Dark Dark Souls esque, but a very punishing combat system. I mean, people. I think people don't want spoon-fed games anymore, and I think this is what Sony seem to be doing. They're getting people challenged, or maybe options to have to be challenged by games now. Yeah, de- definitely. I mean, it, it's um, it it looks like a real in-depth system. I mean, it, it's it's probably the kind of thing you have to get your hands on to get to get a proper understanding yeah. of yeah, it. Yeah. Um, but it it, it certainly looks like that they've been working on this game for for quite a while so it's it's and it looks like that 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 time has been well spent from from what we've seen at the conference yeah yeah i mean it's just it's weird how many hits you can have in one in one conference but this it wasn't it possibly was overshadowed by last of us but it wasn't forgotten by last of us I mean, everyone was looking forward to that, where I think Ghost of Tsushima's came out fighting its own corner, and every everyone will it will be rememberable, memorable. God, words. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll move on from Ghost of Tsushima because it, it it looked brilliant and it, it continues. The thing continued to be brilliant. Um, dream, you've mentioned dreams here in your notes. I mean, it, it kind of got teased throughout the actual conference and got footage shown afterwards. I mean, did you did you watch the footage afterwards? No, I, I didn't actually get around to it. Um, I think it was, it was actually yourself. Morning, you mentioned. It when it started. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you mentioned it in the in the WhatsApp group. Um, so I didn't see that yet. It's not really a, to be honest, a game for me. Like I, I'm. I'm I'm lazy. I'm not I'm not into games where I have to create my own stuff. So you'll never find me playing Minecraft or. Yeah, it looked like that Project Spark that Xbox went big with. I think that was when the wand came out. I may be completely wrong on that, but the premise seems to be kind of similar to that. On Project Spark. That's a good shout, actually. It it, yeah. it 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 does seem to be like that. Maybe with a well, yeah. Even then, actually, Project Spark got a DLC that kind of added a, a story mode into it. Mm. So that's a really good shout. Like it, it does seem like that. Um, which and and like don't get me wrong. As I said, those games aren't for me. But you have to yeah. say it, with yeah. Media Molecule, I did dabble with like um Little Big Planet. Like we used to play it at a friend's mm. house. Like four player. We just we don't make maps. We just play ones that already existed. And yeah. I, I had a lot of fun with that. Um, so I'm, I'm not going to rule out maybe Dreams could catch my interest when, once it actually comes out. I did think it was a smart way, though, rather than because of how many delays there's been with that game and stuff. To, I think showing it as if it was a big, big deal might not have came off well, but having the little mm. te- teasers and then showing it in the post-show, it was probably the best way to go about it, in my opinion, anyway. Yeah, yeah I think... Obviously, I think it was it was in Los Angeles this year. Obviously, in, in England, where most of us are, in the WhatsApp group, it, I think it finished about four in the morning, didn't it? Or probably later. So the post show, I just kind of had it on whilst I was trying to get to sleep, and then it kind of popped up, and I was like, eh. <laughs> so for us, it probably wasn't worth that much. Um, but before we get to the other, well, three big piece of news, or maybe bigger, some of these may be bigger to you, um, Neo, is that how you pronounce it? Neo? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. yeah, that that was a that was a cool. That was the one kind of surprise at the the Sony conference, um, and it, it wasn't much more than a teaser. But but that game came off uh, really well. Like I, I actually bought it, but I still haven't gotten around to playing it. But I did play the demo. 
um and it was really really hard like really hard even it made <laughs> to me it made dark souls seem easy if that's oh, even possible like neo is so so hard i mean you you need to have so much patience you're going to die a lot in that game but it, it is a real cool kind of in-depth samurai game i mean i think it's it's the game was in development for like 10 years or something i think my friend has a load of uh playstation world magazines um still in his his house um and i'm pretty sure neo appeared in one of them and we're talking ps2 era so this mm. like the, it was supposed to be a ps3 game like the, this game has been around for a lot the first game was in development for so long so it's cool that with the second one they've had such a, a quick turnover um but yeah like it's it was it was a nice little surprise and and that game was quite a hit like i think it was uh it scored well and i'm sure people would be pretty excited for it mm. ps4 exclusive i imagine i don't know i don't think so because what was notable to me actually was um with the first neo uh it was supposed to be published by koei tecmo uh who published obviously the ninja gaiden games which mm. um Team Ninja also make, but something with Neo went wrong and Koei Tecmo dropped it and Sony picked it up and published it and that's why it was a PS4 exclusive but this one's back at Koei Tecmo so possibly Neo 2 will be on Xbox as well, I'm going to guess based on just who's publishing it Okay, fair enough Um, One more before we get on to the, the, the rest of the big things Control it just looked like Inception. <laughs> That's what I got from it. Yeah, it's it's a lot like Quantum Break, obviously, which you, mm. you probably know more about being an Xbox One uh, player. Did did you play Quantum Break? I didn't, but one of my mates did. He said it was good, um, but it probably wasn't worth like the big fanfare. Um, but the the whole time stopping fucking with physics stuff, um, it could probably be expanded on, and it, this kind of looks like that. Yeah, very, very much so. I mean, I'm, I'm not, like, re- I haven't played a Remedy game since, like, the old Max Payne's, which are great, but I, like, I never played Alan Wake, I, I never played, uh, Quantum Break, so I, I'm interested in this game, because Remedy, they have a great pedigree, but because I haven't played their more recent, I was, I wasn't too kind of, uh, I was just, as you said, I was kind of like this, like, Inception, and then I was like, okay, what's next? But again, I'm, I'm interested to see more, to see actual gameplay and, and that and see what the game is like and maybe it'll, it'll perk my interest then, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, mate. Because it was in such a stacked conference as well, maybe they just didn't want to want it to be overshadowed by stuff. But it, it looked intriguing, um, but we'll, we'll get on to the big stuff here, shall we? Um, Spider-Man, it looked what we wanted it to be. I mean, I, I've kind of, I think most people have made the connection. It kind of looks like Spider-Man with the Arkham system, but this one shown a bit more, didn't it? It showed the web slinging, um, which, which is obviously what the the old PS uh, PS one two games are famed for. Well, the good ones are, um, and this just looked more expansive and looked more fluid than we've ever seen before, and it, it looked really, really brilliant to me. Yeah, like I, I don't think even before the conference, I don't think my hype for this game could have gone any higher. It was it was already at capacity, but it was still cool to to see more and and see what kind of bad guys are in it. it does, we've seen five of the bad guys. There seems to be a sixth overarching bad guy, so it seems to be a sinister six 
go figure mm. with Spider-Man. Um, <laughs> but as you said, it, it was cool to see more of the, the web slinging mechanics and, and to see the, the combat system. I always find it interesting how like the, the PS2 Spider-Man games, their combat system, although more simplistic at the time, seemed to influence the later Arkham games. And then now, knock-on effect, Arkham has influenced the Spider-Man, which is it's kind of an evolution of that that combat system, um, and and it makes most sense with Spider-Man because Spider-Man genuinely has spider senses, so mm. being able to see kind of warnings of attacks and stuff makes sense for Spider-Man because it's his superpower. So I mean, it it it, it, it this game, as as you said, it, it just looks like quality and i mean as as a spider-man fanboy as you know the kid that that grew up reading the comics and watching the the old show in the 90s the cartoon was brilliant it was awesome so i my as i said my hype for this game like this game for me everyone's saying red dead i am really excited for red dead but this game for me is is level and maybe even slightly above red dead because it's spider-man so I cannot wait. It was great to see such an in-depth look at the the game, and and there was even more in the post show. I did I did catch that caught my eye. There's even more Spider-Man gameplay in the post show. So I haven't I haven't went back and seen that actually. I might do that after we finished here. Um, but yeah, th- this one this is the one that pains me because um, it is an exclusive. This like Last of Us, I'd play God of War, I'd play. Spider-Man, I'd, I'd obsess with. I mean, Arkham City is probably one of my favourite games ever. And adding a Spider-Man dynamic, which is, he could, he can, he's obviously a more expansive character than Batman. He can do so much more with Spider-Man. It's fucking painful, and I hate Sony. <laughs> <laughs> you just, you just need to find a controller that you like for the the PS4. You know, what well, like those? I've seen those. Uh, I think it's Nikon. I think make like Sony's equivalent of the Pro controller, and it looks like chunkier and stuff. That that might be for for an Xbox fan. You know, you should have a look into them. Yeah, they're kind they of do, pricey they though, but yeah, I think there is, I think there is cheaper versions of the asymmetrical ones. So. This this is the one. I said I won't spend fifty quid on God of War or uh, or Last of Us, Spider Man. F- fuck it, I will. <laughs> I'll I'll hook up my Xbox so I can speak to my Xbox mates. That's probably one of the kicking points as well. Um, but I'll I'll I'll, I'll fucking play this game one way or another. Um, and that's probably the biggest that's the biggest compliment I can get. I I will dust off the PS4 to buy this game first day. <laughs> so there we go. There we go. Um, this may be bigger news to you, but we'll, we'll move on from Spider-Man to the next thing that you've got listed down in the notes because time away and all that. Um, Resident Evil 2 remake. It, it, it's not a franchise that I'm that I'm overly in love with. I mean, I, Nemesis was probably the first one I played, and I think it was five that was the last one I finished. But this seemed to be getting quite a lot of um, attention. A lot of love and hype before the conference. Um, is this is this something you were looking forward to? Yeah, funny. I remember I mentioned it in the preview thing as a predicted thing for Sony, and then I forgot all about it. And then, so when the trailer <laughs> popped, I was like, "What? What's this? What, what is this game?" I was like, "Is it a VR game where you play as like a mouse or something?" And then, then like Leon walks in, I was like, "Oh my god, Resident Evil 2. And like. I, I really enjoyed the trailer. It looks really good and I've I've read stuff since like that it's it's the engine from Resident Evil seven, 
but it's not mm-hmm. that style of play. It's more kind of Resident Evil 4, 5, 6 over the shoulder, but better because it's survival horror. Like it, as people said, like a lot of the journalists that seen it behind closed doors, like they, they said it, it is Resident Evil 2 beat for beat, but just with better mechanics and it plays better. And like you said, you didn't have too much history with the Resident Evil series. Nor do I really, like, I, I do, I enjoyed Resident Evil 4, I finished Resident Evil 5, even though it's not a survival horror game, it's it's an action game, to, to be yeah, fair. That's probably um, why I liked it more, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, but I, I, Resident Evil 2, I, like, I have a, like, my history with, this was the first Resident Evil I ever seen played. I went to a cousin's house and him and another older cousin, they were, they were two or three years older than me, were playing Resident Evil 2 and I was the kind of excited, was, I must have been about seven, eight year old at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually maybe even a little younger, uh, watching them, sitting on the bed, watching them play it and I was like, oh my god, this game is so intense. That's, and then. That's, that's me with Nemesis right there. I watched other people play it and it's like, I don't want to play this. Yeah. I want to watch other people play it. And this was before Twitch and stuff. It's like, this is brilliant. This is fucking brilliant. <laughs> I, I, and like, I, yeah, like it was, it was so exciting. And then like the liquor came and I like ran out of the oh, room. God. And then I yeah. wouldn't play a horror game for years <laughs> after that. Like I was, I used to, when I was a young kid, I wouldn't watch horror movies. I wouldn't watch, play horror games. And it was only as I got older, then I kind of went back and started playing like Silent Hill and those kind of games. And I really enjoy survival horror games now. So like, but because I have this thing with Resident Evil 2, this history that it was the game that scared me away, I'm, I'm really excited to get my hands on the remake and be like, let, let's do this. I'm going to beat this game. I'm not, I'm not afraid anymore. I'm, I'm, 20 years older and uh i'm i'm ready for resident evil 2 i'm ready to see that uh, what goes down in, in raccoon city so I, I am genuinely excited for this game it's not that far away i think it's january 26th i believe is the the release date they gave so that i i can't wait to to pick this up and play it uh 25th 25 i was close close <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It may be, it may be one, well, but I imagine it is a PS4 exclusive. Did it have PS VR? I, I can't remember if they announced that. Did, did it have that as well? Um, nothing, nothing said yet, but obviously Resident Evil 7 had VR, yeah. so it, it might, and again, going off the trailer with the rat at the start, that could be kind of a, a hint of things to mm. come. I don't, I, I don't think it's a PS4 exclusive. Um, must, it? must look into it more. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't think so, cause I mean, all the Resident Evils that they've been re-releasing and stuff have all been coming out on Xbox as well, so I'm gonna yeah. assume this is, is Xbox One. Um, I just think it kind of was revealed on Sony's stage yeah, because of the history. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Metal Gear Solid, and it? it has. It was born on P on PlayStation, and, and it's adapted towards Xbox. But yeah, um, but uh, we'll finish with Resident Evil there, and we'll move on to probably the most uh, diversive one. I mean, there's a couple. I think some people are impressed by what was shown. Some people are just like. Yeah, that was a bit shit, and I'm probably, I'm probably more on the bit shit side. I mean, this is probably how you feel about Kojima uh, and his games in the past. This is probably where your bias um, lands here. But Death Stranding, uh, it it it's shown some kind of gameplay. It was mainly walking, let's be honest. But we saw more more uh, celebrity 
revealed with Leia Sadu and Lindsay Wagner. I, I'm not familiar with their names. I won't be on. I will be honest. Um, but uh, what what did you make of it? There, there wasn't quite a lot. There wasn't loads shown, but there was probably more than people expected. Yeah, I mean, I, I was. Um... It was more the same for the most part, you know, like, look, we've, we've got celebrities again. I, I didn't know either actress's name, but I did recognize their faces. Um, so I knew straight away, oh, these, these people are famous. They're, they're not just genuine, <laughs> um, voice actors. That said, I would have been, I know Troy Baker's and I would have been really excited just to see Troy Baker in, in, yeah. uh, motion cap. But, um, like, I, I it was more the same for the most part, but what really intrigued me was that we actually seen gameplay. And I know as you, you were, you, you were quite, um, kind of hard on that in the, the WhatsApp where you're like, but it's just walking around. But the fact is it's in engine guy, which means this game <laughs> is an actual game. You know, we, we can't joke around about it, it not being a game anymore and about Kojima just wasting Sony's money because we seen, Norman Reedus walking around these these lush environments with his little box on his his uh, his back. Um, so I still don't know what this game is. I'm getting a little bit of survival horror vibes from that one bit of gameplay we've seen. But um, I'm you as you said, it, it depends on where you touch down with um. Kojima and I'm a big Metal Gear fan, like since Metal Gear Solid back in the day. So, like you know, you're gonna get a lot of this crazy nonsensical stuff with him. You you just kind of take it as it comes, and um, yeah. So so with that in in mind, like I I am excited to to finally see this game. I think it's a bit far off. We're we're probably talking 2020, um, at the earliest. But next gen, maybe. Uh, It'll straddle the generations. I I think we'll yeah. see it on both uh, both PS4 and PS5. Mm. Yeah, there isn't quite. I mean, it looked a pretty game, but I think that's pr- when when a big exclusive is announced. I think being a pretty game is probably the the bare minimum that it, it can be nowadays. Um, but yeah, there's not quite a lot. There's not that much to discuss other than Kojima. He's crazy. <laughs> Very much so. It. Yeah, I mean, invisible monsters who, like, just leave handprints and they're still quite terrifying. It's it's kind of all all fucked up and crazy. I still <laughs> think the babies are the creepiest things, like the yeah, babies and tubes. Like, it just there's nothing creepier than babies, you know. Yeah, honestly, true. very true, very true. That they're scary as fuck. Um, but I mean, there was there was a little thing. I mean, in your notes here that, that Dara. Terracine VR? I can't even remember it, to be honest. Oh, that uh, was in the pre, uh, the post-show. Uh, okay. Yeah, it was the very start of the post-show. Like, I kind of caught it right as I was going to bed, and kind of the From Software logo came up, and people were like, oh my god, have they trolled us? There's Bloodborne 2 being revealed in the post-show. What the hell are they doing? And, and then it wasn't. It's kind of a... It's a VR title where I think you play as a spirit, or at least you play alongside a spirit. Um, it, it looks a little creepy, um, but like From Software or like a, a top top uh, developer. So like if I, I'm not VR is not for me yet, but I do think this will probably be one of those those VR titles that that is a hit just simply based on on the pedigree of, of From Software. Which actually while we're on that now, just to to, to tie it in. I, we heard 
and we talked about it in the the preview show that um it was announced a while back that um from software were working on three titles and we actually got all three titles announced at this E3 we we got Sekiro uh, Shadows Die Twice we got this VR title where just after you you made a decent attempt at um pronouncing it so I'm not going to try and best you <laughs> we'll leave it with you and then on the crazy um Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Oh, God, the name escapes me. Uh, Devolver Digital. Yeah, Devolver (laughs) Digital Conference, which I wasn't going to watch, and then I did watch. Um, it was more of the same crazy blood and stuff, but that ended with the announcement that Devolver Digital are helping From Software bring a port of Metal Wolf Chaos to modern systems. And that's a game I've heard about for so long. It's like a mech game. It was region, it was released Japan only for the Xbox. Um, so you can imagine with Xbox and it being the most popular console in japan there's very few copies of this game it was region free and i think on ebay it goes for like 150 dollars because it, it, it's a mech game which obviously from software alongside their action rpgs are famous for um but it's it's total kind of b movie you play as the president and then your vice president tries to usurp you and is like the villain and you get in a mech and have to like fight the military <laughs> and it's like cheesy voice voice acting and like japanese it's like a japanese take on like an 80s cheesy action movie from hollywood like it, it looks so good and it, it's probably crazily enough probably one of my most hyped announcements from e3 so mm. it's cool to know what from software are doing i'm sure there'll be a few people disappointed that that didn't include bloodborne 2 or uh, dark souls 4 but um still like it's 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 cool that we finally got to know what they're they're working on yeah absolutely i mean before we finish up i mean 
uh, well, we finish up with a couple of questions that we're going to discuss, but anything, I mean, we haven't mentioned Nintendo there, but it was mainly Smash Bros, let's be honest, um, and you said you watched Devolver, is there anything that we've missed out? <laughs> Did you watch the PC one? Um, um, I tried to, I couldn't couldn't really get into it. I did, I watched Nintendo, um, Nintendo was... It was, it was, it was mainly Smash Brothers, as I said. It was like I, I joked in our WhatsApp group that I wanted the next Smash to have all the characters from the previous Smash, and that's exactly what we're getting. It, it's called Smash Bros. <laughs> Ultimate. It is Smash Bros. Ultimate. Every character plus one new character with Ridley from Metroid joining. And at the same time at the Nintendo conference, they, they ticked the boxes. You got some crazy artsy mech game, which I forget the name of coming next year. Um, I'll see if I can see the name of that now. You also got Fire Emblem, the name, uh, three houses. We also got to see some footage. It does look like the next level Fire Emblem. That's coming early next year. That's delayed. It was supposed to come out at the end of this year, but it, it, it's still pretty cool. Um, we also got the announcement that Fortnite is, is on Switch and it, it actually yeah. released that day, which I thought was a cool touch. Also, Hollow Knight, uh, kind of a popular indie title, also released that day as announced at the conference. I, I thought that's cool. I like when developers do, or publishers do that. It's like, we've got this game and it's out today. Like, the, there's nothing cool because E3 is great to hype, but you want something to play. So it's, it's cool. Yeah. It comes out suddenly. And then they had like a sizzle reel and we'd seen that like Dragon Ball Fighter Z is coming uh, to Switch and, and some of the other games that are coming. So like although it was disappointing that we didn't get like a Metroid or um, like some of the other games that are coming for Switch soon, I, I think the focus on, on Smash Brothers was, was the right path because that is a game that's, that's going to be much hyped and is going to move systems. Surprised with the... the release date it's coming 7th of december most people expected it to launch day and date with the um the online service for switch but still it's this year at least they managed to keep it in 2018 which mm. is important and it like as i said every character you can use gamecube controllers i mean that that for me i just cannot wait i'll, I'll be picking up uh, i've been looking for an excuse to pick up a switch and i think Smash Bros. <laughs> Ultimate will be that excuse, and then some. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I mean, I, I've, I've confessed before, I've not been the biggest Nintendo fan apart from Pokemon. Uh, but it, it was kind of weird for me just seeing Smash Bros. on continuously going through every character. But uh, we'll move on from that. We'll, we'll finish with a couple, a couple overall questions of the weekend. Um, best conference. Microsoft. I just thought they had great pacing. It was just game after game. It reminded me of that Sony conference a few years ago where we got like just constant games, even though some of those games have since been cancelled, like Dead Island 2, and some are probably never coming out, in my opinion, like Final Fantasy VII Remake. <laughs> um, but still, it was cool, and Microsoft had that. It was just game, 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 and as I said previously, the only time Phil Spencer talked at length was to say, look, we have five new studios, which was something Microsoft desperately need moving forward. So, for me, they had the the best conference, but, like, I think everyone had an oh, decent enough showing in terms of their aims, even if it, it wasn't what I would have liked to see. What about you, Guy? What was your favourite? 
Um, I'd, I'd agree with best. I'd, I'd agree with Microsoft as a conference. I think people will be saying, "Well, Sony had the best games," but we're talking about the overall conference, like what was best to watch. And I think the fact that Sony had that weird intermission that we discussed, it kind of ki- killed the momentum of the show. So I, I think that's what tipped it for Microsoft there. Um, but next question, I, I didn't have it on the agenda, but worst conference, you might as well balance it out. Um, I'd say I I I'd, I'd kind of give two answers. I'd say EA, but they're always the worst conference. But by their standards, it was decent mm-hmm. enough. By the whole Command and Conquer lull. Um, but for me, most disappointing was probably Square. I mean, I I kind of I didn't expect big things because they were doing a presentation rather than a conference. But to blow their load on the Microsoft stage. And then be like, oh, we're just repetition. I mean, I, I don't watch those things to see the things I've already yeah. seen. That kind of defeats the purpose. So for me, I'd, I'd probably have to say it's, it's those two are the, the mentions. And how about you? Um, yeah, I mean, Ubisoft and, and Bethesda had some disappointing moments, like, well, the celebrities for Ubisoft and uh, the band for Bethesda was kind of weird, but. They're just they're just in a different league compared to Square and EA. I mean, I'm going to have to give it to Square. I know they were only half an hour, but it was it was just a waste of time. <laughs> At least EA had something. The, the the phone game was was probably the worst point of the entire extended weekend, but Square was just a complete waste of time. So I'll say Square. Um, I, I've put worst game down, but let's say most disappointing. I mean, some of them have came in with with. Uh, Big expectations and stuff like that, but let, let's say worst. Let's say worst game or most disappointing game. Um, that's a, that's a really cool question. Actually, I like that. I wouldn't have thought of that myself. Um, yeah. I I'd, I'd say for me, the games I'm actually looking forward to all kind of had what I wanted. So I'd say just looking at it like objectively for other people's point of view, I, I'd say maybe Beyond Good and Evil 2. I mean, that, that mm-hmm. game seems to have such a hype behind it and to have like just yet another kind of crazy cinematic trailer and just this two seconds of pre-alpha gameplay and then just have talking on stage forever and all this and the talk of like user submitted content that's just so off-putting to me i mean it just it seems it's almost nonsense to me to be honest so for me that that had to be the the most disappointing thing because ultimately that if there's a game you're not like like just dance or whatever you're you're not going to say that's Mm -hmm. the worst game because it's there every year and you just know it's not for you but it is for other people but um so yeah i'd I'd have to go with um beyond good and evil too personally yeah for me well i was going to say beyond good and evil but i'll say something different um this may ruffle ruffle a few i know where you're going here (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna say death stranding because it was just walking and it's been it's been teased for so long and I know they're showing a bit more than people expected, but just to show walking, um, it, it was kind of a bit stupid. And I, they can they can only delay it so long with cinematics and stuff like that. They're going to have to show a bit more than just walking in in different settings for me. So I'll say Death Stranding because I imagine people have big hopes of that game if they are Kojima fans. Um, so I'll say that. But there was, it's not obviously the worst, as you said, just dance and it's always going to take that. I, oh shit, the Command and Conquer game. 
So. Oh yeah, I, I'm I'm <laughs> mentally blocking that out of my mind. Yeah. But th- that's definitely an honourable mention. I don't think I'll argue with that. Yeah, yeah. So the biggie then, the best game. I mean, we're probably just going to focus on Sony here. Let's be honest. But best game for you? I mean, I imagine one of them's going to be Last of Us. I'd yeah, I, I'd say for me, um, the the Last of Us. Um, was just as I said, it was just amazing. It was mind blowing. It, it instantly, without even playing the game, I'm like, that's probably going to be the game of the generation, if not Red Dead Two. It's it's going to probably be tight, but it, it it looks absolutely amazing. I mean, it's more The Last of Us, but it's evolved The Last of Us, and it just it looks unreal. So it, it is the obvious answer, but I, but I'd also have an honorable mention for. Smash Bros. Ultimate because I, I just think for anyone who enjoys Smash Bros. to have the entire roster in the game is like just, it's, it's like wish list kind of top of your wish list and you never think it's possible. And yet here we have it. So definitely a, an honorable mention for S- Smash Bros. Ultimate for me. And what, what about you, Guy? What was your favorite game? Um, it's going to pain me as a Microsoft fan, but I'm going to have to mention the other two. So any ones that I really like, I mean, Last of Us was probably the best, but I'm just doing this to be different. Spider-Man, I mean, it's going to make me play my PS4, so that's going to have to be a big part of it. Um, but Ghost of Tsushima, it, it, it was better than I thought it'd be. I thought it'd be like pretty much an Assassin's Creed game, but it just it just looks so 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 good. Um, but if we if we move away from Sony, it's kind of when Liverpool fans were given out player player of the season, you'd have to say except Mo Salah. So I'm going to say except Sony. Um, for me, special mention to Fallout 76. Um, I think that if we go away from Sony, I think that'd probably be the game of game of the extended weekend. I mean, is, is there any other game that pops into your head that isn't from Sony that could be in this in this conversation? Um, yeah. Um, I, I think. Uh... If some honorable mentions from, from Microsoft, because I gave it best conference, I have to mention some of its <laughs> games. I mean, I, I'm really intrigued by Gears 5 and kind of the angle its story is taken with the, the focus on Kate. So uh, I think that was a, a big one for me. And, uh, the more third party stuff, like Devil May Cry 5, I'm a big Devil May Cry fan. We, we didn't touch too much on that, but it, it looks, it looks really kind of what I want from a, a Devil May Cry right. game in, in terms of like setting and the, the action and that, and then uh, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. I think we'd we'd be in trouble if we didn't mention that because I know mm. a lot of people, like friends of mine that listen to the show, um, are really hyped about that one. So that that looked really cool, and and it might be the first From game in a while that I get into since uh, Dark Souls One. So I'm excited to 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 play that one. So like, yeah, there, there's. We we could go on and on, but there's so many games that deserve an honourable mention. Like it was a really strong showing at 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 E3. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, to, uh, Tomb Raider just popped into my head. I'm not even a big fan of Tomb Raider, but Assassin's Creed, Me- Metro Exodus. I think we we mentioned it a bit, but that looked fucking excellent. Oh, it does. <laughs> yeah, like I thought that yeah, since its yeah. first reveal, and 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 Undying Light too. It's or Dying Light, Undying. Dying I Light. Like, yeah. I'd undying because zombies get it. But uh, yeah, Dying Light Two looks amazing as well. Like it, it just it was such a, a strong showing. It's it's about now where where will we find the time to play all these games? 
not the time, the fucking money. <laughs> that as well, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's pretty much the entire weekend or extended weekend covered. I mean, is there anything you want to mention before we finish up? No, I, I think we, uh, we, we pretty much, oh, actually, yeah, the, the one thing we actually, because again, it was post show and these things never come in, but, um, we did see Pokemon, um, uh, Let's Go Eevee and Pikachu mm. actual, uh, play, gameplay, um, in the treehouse thing right after the, the Nintendo thing. I caught that and that, that looks really cool to me because it looks like it is pretty much a remake of Pokemon Yellow minus just, or plus, we'll more say, the let's, uh, the Pokemon Go catching mechanics, um, but the actual battle system and all seems like the old way, which mm. is cool for nostalgia, like, so I'm, I'm gonna definitely pick that up in, in the fall when it comes out. Yeah, if I get a Switch, I mean, Pokemon's, as I, as I said before, Nintendo, it's Pokemon for me. But yeah, I think that's been a really in-depth review, as, I, as I've said a couple of times. We're going to have to split this one, because gags would hunt me down if I, if I put this as one. Yeah, uh, but, but the, it's, it's, it's good anyway, because there's, there'd probably be a little lull anyway in terms of, of uh, gaming news before yeah. we have an, another topic to go. So it's good that we get two shows out of this, and uh, E3 is worth that. Absolutely, but um, thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for joining me, Carl. Um, hopefully you listen to the next one as well. Catch you later, everybody. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.